listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Mark and Neanderthal, by the way, thank you to everybody who called in over the last couple of days while we were talking about cereal with Gene Simmons using ice cubes to keep his milk cold and things like that. Boy, did we, we found out people do all kinds of stuff with their cereal. Yeah, I thought it cereal was a simple. You grab the cereal, you dump it in the bowl, you grab the milk out of the fridge, you dump it in the bowl, you eat the cereal, you wash the bowl. That's kind of how that works, right? Well, let's see. Here's what Pam does. She says, she, I put frozen blueberries or strawberries in my shredded wheat. Keeps the milk cold and you get the fruit. Okay. All right. Tom says, I'm 61 years old and eat Captain Crunch every weekday morning. Uh, how's the top of your mouth feel? <laughs> because after I pour the milk on it, I constantly dunk the cereal. To maintain a consistent moisture content. Yes, well, it's a science, really. Got to have systems. Food science is actually a thing. Got to have systems. Understood. Um, You know, we're not going to open up the phones to this topic again. Um, Yeah, because it was two days of just cereal talk. But listen to what Christine does here. Okay. This is crazy. Peanut butter crunch. Put milk in it. Put put milk in it. Stick it in the fridge till it's soft. I don't know why I like it like that. Well, that's that's basically the soggy the soggy cereal thing. People yeah. like it that way. I don't know if that's crazy. I think some people really? like their cereal soft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you never know. Who else? Again, if have? you've oh. never cut the roof of your mouth with Captain Crunch, you can't possibly know the pain. Yeah. Although they softened the edges years ago. Oh, did they? Captain, yeah, they filed them all how down. How long ago it's been? Since one I've... by one, they filed them down. Yeah, yeah. And yep. they, they hired slave labor to do that. Tina says, <laughs> "I grew up eating a lot of bread cereal. Okay. We would tear the bread up, put milk and sugar on it." And yum. Many times I would also add Nestle's Quick to that as well. Oh, There's an see, interesting that, system, that's too. A, that's a crime right there. Nestle's yeah. Quick. Come on. It's Hershey, Hershey's syrup or nothing. Here's a question for you. All right. If you went to the store and you bought a box of Product 19. Okay. Kellogg's. Then you went home and for some reason you had a problem with it. And you called Kellogg's to complain. And they asked you, could you give us the serial number? What would you tell them? Well... That would be 19. There you go. No, 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 19. <laughs> so, Paul, when you wash your clothing, yeah. toss it in the dryer, right? How good are you with your lint screen? Uh, meticulous. Every, I mean, I mean, it's, I meticulous. know, be, yeah, before I even put the, the laundry in the dryer, the lint screen, I know is clean because that's the last thing I do. Uh, the first thing I do before I empty the dryer. Reason I ask. My wife, will, my wife will get mad, but we were just at my wife's mom's house okay. over, over Christmas, right. and it's been kind of a running joke for years. My mother-in-law's dryer is one of these, got the lint screen on top. Right. And, you know, years ago, we, and when we travel back east, we try and pack light. So sometime during, if we're there for a week or something, you, know, you got to wash the clothes maybe in the middle of the week. Right, you only sure, got a couple yeah. hours. No, I get that, yeah. yeah. Right. And... I pull her lint screen out, and it's one of these maybe six inches wide, and it's about two feet long. Yeah, it's, it's one like of these a, old styles. It's like a sleeve type deal. It goes down. Yeah. It like goes down. It's almost like memory, like a dipstick for your oil. Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind yep. of like that. Yeah. And I pull it out, and I'm not kidding you. The lint is covering the entire thing. Yeah. And it's probably an inch deep. Yeah, you can build a sweater out of it. You can make can, a sweater out of it. I can make it. a yeah. down vest yeah. out of that sucker. Yeah. It's a comforter is what it is. <laughs> I no, I get that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, I, I, it's funny because I've been told that um, dryer fires are a leading cause of house fires. Like when people go, well, the cause of the fire is unknown. A lot of times it turns out it's because somebody didn't clean the lint screen in their dryer. I may, if we have an insurance person listening, I'll bet they'll know if that's true. The if, percentage if, of that, if, yeah. If a dryer fire is like your top fire starter in a house i you know and and again like i said when i when i do my laundry 
when I empty the dryer, when I empty the dryer, the first thing I do is I open the door, and then my lint screen is in the frame of the dryer door, you know, and it's like yep. right there in the bottom. That's where so mine I, is. I pull that out, clean the lint screen out before I pull all the clothes out. Mm-hmm. So that way I know the next time I'm going to do it, it's all fresh and ready to go. I, I, I don't know why, but it's just this, I don't have many OCD systems, but that's one of mine. I, oh my gosh, I get mad at my kids. I do this at every dry. Before and after? Y- yes. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see the ring. Oh, <laughs> typical. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's in the dryer. <laughs> yeah, lost it in the dryer. Yeah, damn it. I can hear it clanging around in there. Uh, it's with the missing left sock. Yeah, where it is. It's, right there. it's probably well, stuck in the missing left sock. It's also with the quarter, the dime, and the penny that were in the pocket. Right, yeah. No, that, that makes put sense. in the washing sure, machine. Yeah. But yeah. I, it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's miserable. It's, you know, I. <laughs> sometimes when we go to my mother-in-law's house, even when I don't have to do laundry, it'll be the first thing I do when I get there. You know what just you need to do? Just the lint screen, because it's just this, been this running joke with my wife and I. You know what you need to do is you need to start a neighborhood wash program where you go to door-to-door door and knock on people's doors. Go, Excuse me. Hi, I'm uh, Mark Devine from the Neighborhood Wash. So need- kind of like a Neighborhood Watch. Yes, but but different. You'd be kind of like George Zimmerman without being a murdering scumbag. <laughs> without being I'd a murdering scumbag. Like That's George all I'm Zimmerman, I'd be, yeah. I'd be diligent, Yes, but not overly intense about yeah. it. But yeah. the Neighborhood Wash program. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like where we're going with this here. I like it. We'll, Hi, my prevent, tr- we'll prevent dryer fires. Uh, my name's Mark. May I, do you mind if I look in your laundry? <laughs> <laughs> that should go over well. Morning. Yeah. Hey, uh, I was just listening to your piece on the dryer fires. Yeah. So uh, absolutely, uh, dryer fires and fart fans that the dust <laughs> is allowed to collect in and they're left on, probably one and two for house fires. Are you in the insurance industry? Uh, fire captain. Oh, okay. So you would know. So dryer fire and what was the other one? The fart fans in the bathroom, you got to vacuum those fans out. The dust builds up. You forget it. You leave it on. That's another uh, top cause of house fires. Okay, the exhaust fan in the bathroom, something the firefighters call the fart fan. (laughs) Well, firefighters love alliteration with the letter F. (laughs) So there you have it. All right, that's good to keep in mind right there. That is good information. And also, somebody said... Go behind your dryer yeah, to where it too, connects yeah. to the wall. Yeah. And he said that's where most of the dryer fires start. I don't know if that's true or not, but it makes good sense to do that because it does get clogged up in there. And the vents on the outside of the house, too, Yeah, get yeah. all clogged up with the lint. So yeah. just don't be like my mother-in-law and leave that <laughs> lint screen through numerous cycles now you're where shaming, the lint builds now you're up and builds your mother-in-law. Up. You realize you're a monster, right? I know. Looks like it's going to be a nice day, if not a bit chilly. Not a cloud to be seen in the sky. But somebody's day is not doing so well, which is why we present to you the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. Sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. You can find them at arrowheadharley.com. And we had a call an audible at the line here today. What happened? We've got some northern Arizona dumbassery. Oh, And well, it's, it's too good to let sit over the weekend. Well, it's very important for us to celebrate the Grand Canyon State whenever we possibly can, even if it's those inbred hills. Billy's from up north. <laughs> well, here's the deal. So we're going to talk about a guy named Michael. Hi, Michael. 
when Michael was arrested recently on drug-related charges and taken into custody at the Camp Verde Detention Center in okay. December, All right. things looked pretty grim. Well, yeah, it's never good to be arrested and, no. and put into incarceration. I, I don't know anybody that enjoys that. And Michael's bond was set at over $13,000. Bond. Expensive bond. Yeah. I mean, who's got that kind of money sitting around? Well, right? Michael probably does. No. No. No, no he didn't. Uh, but bummer. luckily, Michael has his girlfriend, Jasmine, who stepped up big time. Is Jasmine his benefactor? Do you think there's a poll in Jasmine's place of employment? Uh, Well, we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> Jasmine stepped up big time. She used one of those online bonding services. You can call them. You get the credit card number. You say, blah, blah, blah. And Mos- you, Moscone's and you, bail bonds. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You, you bond them out that way. Sure. She posted the $13,000 and Michael was released. Max Cherry went there, paid the bond, and let him out. Shortly after that, a man called his credit card company to ask about a very strange charge on his bill. A man, huh? Mm-hmm. The guy told his credit card company, you know, I I used the credit card to book a stay at a very nice resort in northern Arizona. And I see that charge, but I've also got a $13,000 charge. Why do I have that charge? (laughs) I I got to know. Yeah. I never stayed at the Camp Verde Detention Center. For $13,000 a night? Yes. I go to find luxury accommodations is what those are at those prices. Yeah, the credit card company... Got police involved, and wouldn't you know who works at that resort? No. Who, who, who handled this guy's transaction? Huh. That would be Jasmine. Huh. Do you think she works behind the bar? No, she works behind the desk. She works behind the bars now. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. This crime was only one billing cycle away from being discovered, basically, right? <laughs> Jasmine. Yeah, but when you've got 28 days to run, <laughs> you could get as far as, oh, I don't know. Yuma. She didn't run. She was picked up right there in town. And and Michael has been arrested again also. He was bonded out. So they picked him up again. And wouldn't you know, when they picked him up, he was in possession of some stolen jewelry. No. He had just ripped off from another town in northern Arizona. He's recidivist is what he is. Indeed. You can add that to the list. When you use somebody else's credit card, listen, even people who don't go over there credit card bill with a fine-tooth comb every month are going to notice a $13,000 charge. Eh, not necessary. Oh, I think they will. I don't know about that. Jasmine and Michael, we'll throw them both in. Mark and Neanderthal, dumbasses of the day. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. I gotta tell you, I guess, I guess it's just because there's so many damn Walmarts. In this country that, you know, so many things happen at Walmarts. I was just looking at something here. I mean, you have some very sad and tragic things happen at Walmarts, but you also have so many strange, goofy, funny things happen at Walmarts. And also, like, I'm looking at this one where there's a – in Pennsylvania where there's a bed bug infestation in the store itself. Yeah, but it's see, a, it had nothing to do with Walmart. It was a customer who came and he was pissed off and, uh, and, and unleashed bed bugs into the store. It's a mass epidemic <clears throat> of heebie-jeebies yeah. in that town in Pennsylvania. Well, here's the and, thing about Walmart. Think, it's, it's both the crossroads and the black hole of American society. And, and there's so many of them. Yeah, you see, remember, like, I'll give you an example, and it just happened yesterday, as a matter of fact. I was at the one in uh, in Glendale at 95th and Camelback, 
All right, I went into that one. Um, and walking into that Walmart was like the beginning of Get Smart. You have to go through like 19 different steel gates and doors <laughs> to get in there. I don't know if they have what they call in the uh, in the retail industry a shrink problem, which is the amount of, uh, of inventory that they lose from theft. That they theft. expect to lose. Yeah, they yeah. expect to lose from theft. But uh, I walked in there, and don't get me wrong, huge, expansive, everything you could possibly – not expensive, expansive, right. massive – Everything you could possibly want. I mean, if you're, you know, let's face it, there's a reason why there are so many Walmarts is because they've got everything there at a reasonable price. So I get in there and I go all of my stuff. And then on my way out, I bought, uh, I bought a power tool. I bought like a, you know, like a, uh, a drill, you know, like a, sure. a, a screwdriver, electric screwdriver, that type of your power yeah. driver. And they checked the serial number like four times on the way out the door. And not only that, <clears throat> excuse me, I get to the, to the front door on my way out the door and somebody comes by and says, Hey, can I see a receipt? Like I was at Costco. Like they check oh. my receipt on the way out the door. I wonder like if they're lady. all doing that. I don't know. Huh. This one here, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was like walking into the uh, the cantina in Star Wars. <laughs> I just it, yeah. you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> but but it was but 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 it was weird. It was just the most secure Walmart I've ever been in in my life. Um, and on my way out, when they scanned it, I thought to myself, "Well, if I try to run away with some stolen merchandise, they can blind me with that little red scanner." Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Walmart was doing that because that's Costco's deal is checking the receipt on the way out. Not which really, is, though. Sure it is. They Not, always do it. Yeah, but they don't check it. They just look. Hey, can I see a receipt? They look at the receipt and they see this the, the huge shopping cart full of three hundred dollars because that's how much you spend at Costco at all times. Right. Three hundred dollars worth of stuff. They don't count it up or anything. They just look at it and then they take out what. The highlighter. The highlighter, and they and they just they just check it off, and they send you on your way. I uh, they never know what you've got in that in that bar. They can't. There's certainly no time for them to check every basket. Yeah, I love the highlighter because it's you no. Know, <laughs> that's the big decision at uh, at Costco at the beginning of each week. What color this week? Yes. What are we doing? Pink, yellow, light Pink blue. Yellow. What yeah. are we doing? I wonder if that's like. I wonder if they do that month to month, so they know that you get the receipt and you can show them the highlighted receipt, and you can say, "Oh, I no, don't no, know. that's not this month's color." All I know is that if you're a trainee at Costco. No highlighter for you just yet. <laughs> Until you learn. You haven't earned your highlighter skill. Until you learn how to pretend you're reading that receipt. Now, I'm not sure. You know why they use a highlighter? Because a Sharpie is too pointed. You don't want to give a trainee something that sharp. Exactly. Yeah, that's a shame right there. Absolutely. Interesting talking about the receipt checking at a Costco and a Walmart, you know, when they put the highlighter on it and everything. Yeah. Um, Alan, who's a defense attorney, said... Don't rip off Walmart. They they go after things. They do a lot of video surveillance, tons of video surveillance. Oh, yeah. No, if you've ever gone into a, a Walmart loss prevention area, which which you usually wouldn't unless you got caught stealing there, uh, they have like, – it looks yeah. like a casino. It's like a big bank. Like, you know, when they go to – that, when they show – occasionally they'll show the uh, ADOT traffic center, traffic yep. control center on the news, yep. and you see all those cameras. That's what it looks like inside of a Walmart. Morning, guys. Hey, I know you're making jokes about the Costco and probably Sam's Club receipts and why they, but do you know why they really mark them or what they're really looking for? I just saw that the other day, uh, and the article said it's to make sure you got what you paid for and that you didn't get overcharged on anything. Well, and sometimes what it actually is is it's that your shrink thing that you're talking about, making sure that what that you're not walking in there with a receipt from another store right? and then throwing stuff in a basket and walking out with it. Yeah, and the other uh, side of that, so too, is there's a there's a psychological uh, concept that if you engage a customer one-on-one, they're less likely to steal from you. So if a customer knows that they're going to be uh, dealing with somebody face-to-face, their body language and the way that they deal with stuff, if you interact with every customer, you're less likely to have somebody steal. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's the whole process behind that. Yeah. It's not really to see whether or not you bought enough toilet paper to last your household for the next year and a half. <laughs> Have you been looking in my basket? <laughs> that's, uh, that's interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it's in direct opposition to what happens at grocery stores. Like when I go into the grocery store near me and I walk out, sometimes like, you know, I'll, I'll go through the checkout line, pay for everything. Right. And yet something will fire the alarm when you right, walk yeah, out. Yeah, beep, beep, beep exactly. on the way out the door, yeah. You walk out and I've, yep. I've probably a half dozen times it's happened, not to me, but maybe somebody I'm walking out with. Right, sure, because you or, would never ever go through that. No, it's happened to me by myself. Right. But I didn't steal anything. So I stop and I turn around. Nobody even looks up. No, the cash registers. No. <laughs> even even the even the self checkout area, the self checkout attendant no. is just like, nope. Yeah, the self checkout even... attendant will come over to the thing when it says, uh, "Please put your you know item in the basket. Put your, put your item in the basket. <laughs> put your item in the basket." And that blue light goes off. The self the self uh, checkout person runs over there. The alarm goes off. Beep beep beep. See ya. They nice don't day. even look up. Nah, it's mind boggling. Nah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> And, you know, food is a hell of a lot likely more to be stolen, uh, more likely to be stolen than, uh, you know, a 70-inch television. There, Yeah. That's far more difficult to get into your pants. Well, I mean, we saw that uh, in, in Animal House. Pinto could put a whole lot of food down his pants and in his sweater and was able to get rid of it. Yeah, and you couldn't even tell it was there. Nope. Yeah. So, I mean, you can steal steaks and a 77-inch TV, but one of them is a little bit more difficult to, to conceal. We, you know, at least here, Mark and Neanderthal, we've just about made it through our first week of work. Yeah. You know, for the year of 2020. The struggle is real. We had to work an entire five days this week. <laughs> I joke. And so whatever you do, you know, when you come back from vacation, that first week is murder. Usually. Yeah, it's never fun. No. So, you know, you start thinking about relaxing. Now, we, of course, have the sticks show tonight. But uh, after that, you know, relax with a adult beverage, possibly. And we Maybe. figured... Since we always do our My First Beer segment around this time, we figured we'd go back into our archives and dig up a conversation we had with another member of Styx, Lawrence Gowan, who was the keyboard player. Kind of took over for Dennis DeYoung singing his songs. Yeah. Very talented guy in his own right. But uh, Lawrence, a Canadian by birth, very fun storyteller. He told us the story of his first beer. I was 14 years old. A buddy of mine, his older brother, had his own place. I, we went to his place. He had beers there, but he also had a big bag of, I don't know if they call it this in the States, but, you know, cheesies, you know, those. Yeah, like cheese doodles. So he had this giant bag of cheesies. I'm, I'm munching away on them because basically he's kind of keeping an eye. This is his older brother. He's keeping an eye on the beer. But finally, he leaves the room or he's on the phone or something. He's distracted. So Bruce and I, we, we each grab a couple of beers. I'm, I'm guzzling as fast as I can before his brother gets back. Mm-hmm. Already, I can feel, oh, oh, so this is what beer does to you. <laughs> I, I guzzle the second beer, and, and those cheesies in my, uh, cheese doodles and the beer in my stomach begin to really do a dance. Oh, boy. Um, I leave the guy's apartment, and luckily, we're only about three blocks from my house, my parents' house. I get home, I hurl it across the room. I, I hurl <laughs> My mom, and my mom was Scottish, I'm from Scotland originally, she says, Lawrence, what's the matter? I said, I think I ate too many cheese doodles. (laughs) She said, 
That's that's very strange because it smells a lot like beer. <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know we're whiskey drinkers? <laughs> Beautiful. There you go, Lawrence Gowan from Sticks. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neander Paul when you get to work with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Hey, dude, shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.